Well, everybody say, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Do you really believe it? Yes. All right. You may be seated. Very happy for the wonderful fellowship we've been having and to have all the visitors here tonight. I just thinking, Brother Fisher was talking for two years. He helped us in the college retreat in Louisiana. And uh, they always save the best to last at night, and that was me. I got to preach at 12 o'clock at night. I kidded him about it. I said, you're saving the best to last. If I ever get old, I'm going to quit this start and preaching at 12 o'clock at night. But I'm still young, you know. I still got to move in my heart. Well, I'll tell you right now, Brother Price, he's preaching faith around here. We're just doubling up on it. And somebody asked me, he said, why do you talk, preach on faith so much? I said, well, you can't get a thing in the world from God if you don't have faith. Not nothing. The only thing you can get from God without faith is judgment. If you're going to get into the blessings, if you're going to get just one of these verses of Scripture open up to you, you're going to have to have faith. And since all of you tonight, or just about all of you, have the Holy Ghost, how many has it? Put your hand up. All right, the Lord said he gave you the measure of faith, didn't he? That's right. He, the night you prayed through, he measured it out to you. And he knew you'd be in the camp meeting tonight when he gave it to you, whether it was last year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. There never has been anything that God don't already know. So he gave you enough of faith to bless this service tonight. That's right, if you just turn it loose. All right, since the Lord said you had faith, let's go ahead and confess it. Everybody say, I've got faith. Jesus gave it to me. Not to put in a closet. But to use, I'm going to use it. All right, I want you to really use it tonight. There's a lot of these folks wants the Holy Ghost. Some of them's getting it, but not enough. We want an old-fashioned Holy Ghost outpouring here this week. Amen. And I'm going to be preaching on faith tonight so you can have faith to get it. Amen. He that cometh to God must believe that he is. We all believe that. But then there's another step. You must believe he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. And the minute you get on your prayer bones here and diligently seek the Lord, he'll be found. Now, we love you folks. We want you to get the Holy Ghost. And Jesus loves you. And, I, of course, he don't have to do all this, but if uh, you knocked on his door tonight and needed the Holy Ghost, 
and he's making worlds or back in the kitchen peeling potatoes or whatever. He'd drop it all because the first thing that comes first with him is somebody that wants the Holy Ghost. And he's ready to drop everything right there. Of course, he don't have to drop it, you know. He can do it all at one time. It's not like us, you know. We can't do but one or two things one time, but he can do a trillion things and at one time. Amen. He could talk to a trillion people. If there's that many around, on a different subject, every last one of them, because he's God. He has all power. All right, now, since you've got faith and you've admitted it, let me show you something here tonight. I want to plant this seed. I've been planting a little seed along each night. I'm going to preach on faith, but I'm going to get right down to you tonight. You know when the Apostle Peter was in jail and is going to behead him the next morning? He went to sleep that night, just as peaceful as you ever seen. When the angel came in there, he sound asleep. Oh, man, alive. How many bottles of pills would we have had to took? Amen. If we went to sleep in a time like that. My, my, my. But he went to sleep. And I used to wonder, well, he seemed to uh, be, I don't know. He, he didn't seem to care. But he knew he wasn't going to die the next morning. <clears throat> because before that, the Lord said, one day, Peter, you're going to get old. And somebody's going to have to lead you around. And I can hear him saying as he gets ready to go take that nap. Those chains. Hell, yeah, Lord, you told me I was going to live to be old. I'm not old yet. <laughs> Amen. I tell you, it pays to hang on to his words. And you know what? There was an iron gate between him and the outside. The angel came in and woke him up. But all God needed was somebody to start walking toward the gate. He had the angel to open it. All he needs is somebody to walk toward it. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, faith and action. Amen. Not setting down the gate will open if you'll start walking. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to read tonight Luke, the 6th chapter, and uh, about the 19th verse in here. Uh, 18th verse. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. And there went virtue out of him and healed them all. Now listen closely tonight. I want to teach you something about faith. You that want the Holy Ghost, listen close. You that want to be healed, oh, you don't have to have all that much to get faith to get healed. You know, just use a little bitty speck of it. 
because old physical body. The greatest faith that's ever been manifested on the face of the earth is not raising the dead, opening the eyes of the blind. It's the night you receive the Holy Ghost. That's the greatest miracle that's ever happened on God's green earth. For the Holy Ghost to come into the life of a man or woman. So you've already manifested the greatest faith that a human can manifest when you receive the Holy Ghost. Oh, just those moments, you know, just before, while your lips were yet stammering, and your faith shot sky high, and you begin to speak in another language. Brother, that was faith. Hallelujah. Now, you don't have to use all that if you want. All right, anybody here hurting tonight, you got a pain in your body, stand up. You got a pain right now? Okay. All right. No need nobody hurting while I'm preaching on faith. Amen. I don't want nobody to hurt. Devil ain't got no business coming here. He ain't got no business in this tabernacle. Amen. This is this is Jesus' name, Holy Ghost ground. Now, praise God. Hallelujah. Are you folks ready for that pain to leave right now? You believe it's going to leave. The prior of faith will save the sick. Didn't they say that? All right, everybody with me, let's pray. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, stretch forth your hand and heal. Drive every pain out. Now, Lord, we command it to go. Go. Now, in Jesus' name, clap your hands and thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hila Boshandalabahataya. Amen. Praise God. All right, everybody, the pain's gone. Sit down right now. The pain's gone. Sit down. Jesus' name. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, most of them. All right, brother. Way back there. Lift your hands. I command the pain to vanish upon the authority of the living word of God. Come out of the man. You right there, brother, clap your hands. Say, Jesus, I believe it's going now. Clap your hands three times. Is it gone? All right. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. The devil's the biggest liar. He never told the truth in his life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Clap your hands. Say it's going. In Jesus' name it's going. I believe it's going now. Because Jesus said it. And it's gone because he said it. Hallelujah. You're standing right there. Say, Jesus, is it gone? Say, Jesus, by your stripes, by your stripes, I'm healed. The devil's a liar. Pain is a liar. Jesus is a healer. Clap your hands. Well, the healer got here before I did tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a healer. He's a savior. He's a deliverer. All right, you're going to help me preach? I want some of that young faith turned loose out there. Come on. Hallelujah. They said Henry Ford called in some of his scientists said he wanted some unbreakable glass. That's way back in there. That's back during the tribulation that I went through. 29. Well, that's right. The only thing, we didn't have the mark. We couldn't buy or sell. We didn't have no money to buy. Nobody had no money to buy from us, so you couldn't buy or sell. So we're in the fix. Amen, amen. But we live through it. That's right. So some of them suggested some of the old scientists. Said, he said, no, I don't want them. He said, there's no too many reasons why it won't work. He said, they've had too many failures in life. He said, get these young fellas that don't know it can't be done, and they'll do it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, just as natural for us as water run downhill, the Lord said, have you any fish? He said, nope. He said, throw your net out on the other side. He said, well, Lord, we fished all night. You know we're better fishermen than you are. We fished all our life. You've been a carpenter down there, making wagon wheels. 
Uh, you know, if anybody knows this lake, we do. But he caught himself. Nevertheless, he said, it's thy word. Go ahead and do it. Amen, amen. He threw it over. And brother, they like to, they like to sunk the boat with fish. If he says do it, do it. If he says get out of the wheelchair, just get out and start running. I was down, well, I can't think of the place now, South Louisiana. Uh, well, anyway, it don't matter. Anyway, uh, the pastors uh, called me down there to have a night service. And uh, Brother Bob Rhymes, wherever he's at. And uh, <clears throat> so he said, we have a lady, a wheelchair case. Said she's sick. She's not able to set through the service. So uh, they're going to bring her in last, just as you start praying for the sick. I said, okay. And uh, <clears throat> so they brought her in for her things. A week she couldn't hardly set up. And the spirit began to move, and the several growths disappeared from people. Somebody had one in their mouth, and they said, oh, it's gone, it's gone. Another one on the neck, he said, it's gone. And then all over the place, it began to happen. And so I saw her eyes light up. She wasn't Pentecostal. Ah, uh, my, my, my. And I eased down, and I said, you believe God? She said, yes. I said, okay. Uh, now, uh, when I say in Jesus' name, you get up. Praise God. Amen. Get up. No need to sit there no longer. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus, rise up. She rose up slowly but surely and they pushed the wheelchair back. She began to walk. We had our altar service and healing service all at once. Let's run into the altar. And she stood up all through the service. And she was back next Sunday for the Holy Ghost. I hadn't heard no more. But all I heard, she is back to church walking, wanting the power of the Holy Ghost in her life. Well, now that's Jesus doing those things, you know. And so you, you can get healed right now. You can get filled with the Holy Ghost while I'm talking. Because the thing we want tonight is somebody to turn their faith loose, to put it into action. There's historical faith. There's dormant faith, wavering faith. And then some people, uh, they try to uh, use hope. But uh, let, let's get it down to business tonight. Now, faith is active now, if you want God to work, you believe now. I don't know why folks think he'll have more power tomorrow. He won't have any more power tomorrow than he's got now. Amen. If he, he a million years from now, he won't have a speck more uh, than he's got now. Amen. He won't have any more wisdom or knowledge. He knows it all to start with. So whenever you're dealing with God, he's a now God. He wants to do it now. 
All right, let's quote a scripture. Everybody say it. Today is the day. Rejoice and be glad. There's one Pentecostal translation. Today is the day to lay down and to be sad and to give up because everything looks so dark. Don't know where God is. Must have took a vacation. I hadn't felt him in no telling when. And you know, that's why they don't feel him because if they'd learn to say when they get up, Today is the day to rejoice and be glad. You say, well, I got to rejoice about you alive, aren't you? Everybody's glad you're alive. Say, praise the Lord. I thought you was. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rejoice and be glad. But you said, but I got arthritis in my little toe. Well, get ready to get healed. There's several around you told me they got healed last year, all crippled up with it, and they're well now. So why worry about that little old thing? Anybody that's had enough of faith to get the Holy Ghost, live for God this long, and, well, can't get healed of arthritis in the toe? My, my. Let's turn our faith loose. Now, there's sense knowledge. This year... Uh, <coughs> Historical faith, that's those folks you don't believe God used to do great things. And then uh, this future tense faith, I believe someday he's going to do great things in the future. But right now, I read the story about the fellow that went down the cafe, big, new, beautiful cafe, and he said, I believe I looked at the menu, he said, I believe we'll take ham and eggs. The girl said, sorry, sir. We don't have ham and eggs anymore. said, we only had that on opening day. He said, well, said, uh, uh, said, what about some of this sausage here? And said, sorry, said, we don't have that no more. Said, uh, that we had it on opening day. Well, he said, what in the world do you have? She said, we, we've got some cereal. He said, well, bring me some of that. But she said, we don't have no milk and sugar to put on it. Said, we only had that on opening day. Amen. That's the way they are about this Holy Ghost salvation, divine healing. They had it on the opening day. It is on the menu then, but they don't have it today, they say. That's a lie of the devil. Everything that was on the menu on the day of Pentecost is still there and still available tonight. Everybody say the first church is the pattern. Oh, hallelujah. Hey, man, everything they had to do to, do to get in the church, we got to do to get in the church. There ain't no back door. There ain't no side door. One door, front door, repent and be baptized. Every one of you. 
In what name? And you shall receive what? For it's for you until A.D. 70. And then it all went haywire. He took it off the menu. Amen. Now, sir, for you and your children, them it's a fall way down in Oregon at the campground. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How many has got faith somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost tonight? I want you to say to all those seekers, seekers, we love you. We praying for you. We going to stand by you. It thrills our heart when you walk down the aisles and heaven shouts. All right. Glory. Now we got that sense knowledge faith. You know, uh, Thomas said, I won't believe unless I can see, unless I can feel. If we could ever get out of that junk, that sense knowledge faith, and get into the real, genuine, Holy Ghost faith, I, one of the greatest lessons on that is taught when Jonah got swallowed by the whale. Hey, how many knows he got out? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know. I imagine the devil took his bunch as soon as that whale opened his mouth and went back to hell to have a party. Got another preacher. Yeah, boy. Now he, we got the old boy. We got him. You ain't got nobody, devil. If he'll believe. Amen. Ah, oh, but Jonah, you know nobody ever got out of a situation like this. Well, we're going to start a new one. The one thing got him out. He didn't let surrounding circumstances governor his faith. If he tried to use his eyes to see, he couldn't see number darkness. If he tries to hear, only believe, there wasn't nobody that was saying only believe. Hang on, boy, hold on, hold on. There wasn't nobody, no telephone down there, call up and say, boy, hang on, we're praying for you up here. He, it wasn't nothing, brother. He had it all by himself. Couldn't see nothing. He couldn't hear nothing. He could smell some things. But it wasn't good. He could taste some things. But it wasn't good. Amen. So here's a fellow that couldn't see, hear, smell, or taste or anything to encourage his faith. And he turned his face toward Jerusalem. And he turned his faith loose. Amen, amen, amen. And he turned his faith loose. Praise God, hallelujah. Three days and three nights. Didn't hear a thing. Nobody wrote him a letter. Uh-uh. God didn't even talk to him. I want you to see the real thing that'll bring a, a whale from off the bottom of the ocean and, and send him to the shore, vomiting his head off, is pure faith that don't depend on the five senses. 
Glory, hallelujah. Turn up my mic here. Don't depend on your five senses. We look not at things that are seen, but things that are not seen. How many knows you got the Holy Ghost? But you ain't never seen it, have you? But it's joy unspeakable and full of glory, isn't it? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Makes you run, it makes you shout, it makes you feel good. You know it's real. Now the power of the prayer of faith is the most amazing thing. When we pray, believe you receive it. Then you shall have it. We like to turn it around. When you pray, wait till you get it and then believe. Don't work. If God says it, you just so well to go ahead and, and hang up your umbrella, brother. It's, it's, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen if he said it. We depend on him, not ourself, not our wisdom, our feelings, but him. It enables us to close our eyes to this world that's around about us. But we look not at things that are seen, but things that are not seen. But things that are seen, they're temporal. But things that are not seen, they're eternal. We can plainly see what God has in his kingdom for us right now by the eye of faith. Now, faith for a miracle. Somebody said, oh, my, I'll never have nothing like that. Neither will I. I ain't got no faith for that I, I can work a miracle. I ain't got to live in spec. I can't do it. There ain't no need for me to try and yell my head off trying to work a miracle. But I'll tell you what Jesus said. He gave me faith to touch him. And when I touch him, he does it. You boys touch one another there. Just reach over to the one. That wasn't too tough, was it? That wasn't hard, was it? He can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. That's right. Jesus can be touched right now by every one of us, not with our hands, but with our faith. So my faith is that he gave me enough of faith to touch him and tell him what I want. And he does it. I hear a lot of fellas say they can do it. But I'll tell you what I found out. If you don't pay your light bill, they'll cut your electricity off. You wind up with no lights and no water and nothing else. I'll tell you what. you got to walk right and live right and do right and believe right to get God to work with you. Amen. All right, let's go a little further. Who will God work miracles for anyway? Do you have to be some great Bible scholar, go on a 40-day fast, or have reached the stage of high perfection before God will do anything? Anybody here has, has anybody here reached perfection? Anybody? 
Well, I hadn't. I'm trying. I'm reaching out. So if God's going to wait around before he works in the miracles till he can find perfect people, he's in a jam. He'll never work no more. Praise God. Hallelujah. He loves us in spite of our faults and failures. Now, we need to get rid of as many of them as we can every day. All right. You don't have to fast 40 days for God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. You don't have to fast 40 days for God to heal you. You just got to believe. Now, healing virtue, I read that to you here, and Webster calls it miraculous energy. Human energy comes by cooperating with the laws of nature. Healing virtue comes by cooperating with the laws of the Spirit. Now, how do you do that? How do you cooperate with the laws of the Spirit? You begin to say, I believe God. Everybody say it right now. I believe God. I believe that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I believe he's here now. Glory. Praise God, praise God. The power of the unseen. The invisible things of God. You know, you hear a lot of people today say, well, I won't believe in anything unless I can see it, and yet he never has seen the wind. Nobody's ever seen the wind, and we know the wind is real, don't we? How many has ever seen an atom? Nobody ever seen an atom. With the natural eye, there's no way in the world to see it. But I'll tell you one thing, you could see it if they split a few of them in an atomic bomb. You could see it. So there are a lot of things that are invisible, and the Spirit of God is behind every atom that's flowing here tonight, moving among us right now. And there's some folks getting healed here before Friday night. Already tonight, your faith is just touching Jesus. And when you touch him, that's all there is to it. It happens. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. How can I bring this great healing virtue into me or through me? Now, you know, the dynamo doesn't make electricity. It pulls it out of the air. You breathe. The prayer of faith does the same thing. Let's go down to the garden. There we'll see a crab apple tree at the end of the rows. Brother, you ever bite into one of their sour, aren't they? And there in the middle we find a row of sugar cane. Down to the other end there's a whole bunch of bitter weeds. And uh, if you ever chewed on a bitter weed, well, it's bitter. Now, they're all planted in the same garden. The sugar cane pulls out what it takes to make it have sugar in it. The crab apple gets all that sour substance somewhere out of the same ground, and that bitter weed gets all that bitterness out of the ground, right? Same place. When God created us, He made us so we could touch Him. 
He didn't create a bunch of human beings uh, that couldn't think or believe or touch God. We're all made in his image. Faith starts in the human spirit. The real, genuine faith. Faith sees God's miracle power surrounding us now. God's miracle power is flowing through this audience now. It, it don't have to come down. It's already here. All we have to do is open up to what God has already put here. Go down to the kitchen. We find some electric wires going into this home. In there we find a unit that makes the air cool. We find a stove, an electric stove that, that heats it up to cook food on. We look in the ceiling and there are some electric lights. The same electricity makes heat, ice, light, and so on and on. The Bible talks about all the great gifts of the Spirit, but they all are operated by the same Holy Spirit. Every one of them. Praise God. When you open up and begin to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit of God moves upon you, that's another manifestation of His great power. Hallelujah. How many here spoke in tongues since you got the Holy Ghost? What a marvelous thing that is. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, let's go a little further. Each vegetable then pulls uh, the substance from the ground that it needs to make it what it is. Our faith pulls into us whatever we need tonight. If you need divine healing, get well. If you need the Holy Ghost, believe it'll come into you. If you need God to bless your finances, he'll do that. I was over Stockton, California. Brother Price was there. I was preaching that, that crusade there in Stockton. I'll never forget one night, a young black man walked up, put his hands through the, the rail, tears streaming down his face. He said, Brother Barnes, I don't have a job. The landlord has told us, wife and I and the baby, we'd have to get out tomorrow. I don't have anywhere to go. Would you pray for me that God would give me a job? I said, do you believe when I pray you're going to find it? I said, are you going to get out and look for one? He said, yes. I said, okay, in the name of Jesus Christ, go forth and you'll find a job. Come back and tell me about it. The next night, I saw him hurrying down. I knew it already happened. Here he come in a trot. He reached up his hand. He was smiling from ear to ear. 
He said, Brother Barnes, it happened. I went out this morning, got a job, told the, the, the landlady about it. She said, okay, since you got a job, you don't have to move. Does he care? Yes, he cares. Does he care when you get sick? Yes, he cares. He can be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. We're his children and he loves us tonight. Praise God. I was down in Rogers, Arkansas a few months ago preaching. This has happened many times, but I want to tell you about it just so you can be conscious of the fact that God knows everybody by name and address. Don't worry about it. He knows where you're at. He could have told you a thousand years before you was born you'd be at this camp meeting tonight. Oh, his knowledge amazes me. Anyway, I was preaching that night, and I said, right now, there's somebody got a missing love, and you don't know where they're at. If you'll say it and see it, you're going to hear from them tonight. I said, you say, in Jesus' name, that loved one's going to dial my phone number tonight. Well, there was a young man sitting back there. His wife had been missing for weeks. She'd run away. He looked everywhere. He was about to run himself crazy looking for her. Couldn't find her. And when I said that, it's amazing how faith will leap for something. He said, I believe she's going to call me tonight. In Jesus' name, she's going to call me tonight. You know what happened? Way hundreds of miles away at midnight, she couldn't sleep. She said, I got to get up and go call him. I don't know what this is all about. She got up and drove 50 miles. She's afraid they'd trace it to another telephone and said, I don't know what in the world is wrong, but I couldn't sleep. I had to just get up and call you. He said, I do. Hey, man, I know why you call me. Hey, man, hallelujah. Of course, they talk from 1 o'clock to 4. I'm sure they got it ironed out because he's all smiles the next day. Praise God. The Lord knows where that loved one is. He knows where they're at tonight. He knows where that wandering boy is tonight. God controls everything. I don't know. We get sometimes staggering around. And it always amazed me when the Lord told Elijah, said, you go with this brook, Cherith. I've commanded the ravens to feed you. And... Uh, uh, the, no need to ask God any questions. If he wants to send a buzzard, just well go ahead. He'll be clean. I guarantee you one thing. He, he's the only one who sanctify one of them. But for three years, you know, can you imagine the Lord calling a certain bunch of those ravens over and say, hey, you boys, come here. 
got a little job for you. Got a preacher out here, and I got to take care of him. We got to feed him. I got to work for him to do when this is all over. Amen. I want you, I want you fellers, every morning and every evening to bring him some groceries. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. See them old ravens over late in the evening? Old Elijah rubbing his stomach a little bit, said, oh, about time for him. Old raven looked at the other, and they sort of hopped around a little bit. They had a strange feeling come over them. I guess we better take that preacher some grocers. Amen. So here they come flying in with bread and meat. Think about that. Every day, every day, every day, God was right there on the job. And they didn't miss a day. And them, them, they, those ravens that was ordained to do the work, nobody shot them. Uh-uh. No, sir, I don't know how many hunters or what they'd have done if they'd have run upon them, but you don't shoot these fellas. They got a special job to do for God. Oh, he amazes me. He controls every fowl. He controls every worm that crawls. About the time old Jonah got all comfortable under that gourd vine, there was a little old, a little old worm, cut worm, rolling around over somewhere in the dust. The Lord said, hey there, boy. Said, this preacher's not satisfied. He's not making me too happy the way he's acting. He said, crawl over there and cut that gourd vine off smooth right there. He crawled over and wrapped around it, boy, and the next day, that old gourd vine had already welted and the leaves blowing away and he's about to burn up because every insect obeys him. Every worm, every bird, every fowl, every devil. And every disease, everybody say it, and every disease. He has power over every disease. Glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's lifting somebody right now. A spirit of depression took wings and flew away just then. Somebody's been troubled with depression, he left. You weren't even thinking about it, but you was believing. And the Lord taking care of your problem while you was believing. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God's ministering to people here tonight, out there. I, I'm thankful for that. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. You was made to believe. God gave to every man the measure of faith. He didn't stop where your faith stops. And where is your faith tonight? Where is your faith? Everybody say, in Jesus. That's the only safe place to put it. Keep your faith in the Word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will never pass away. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. How to be healed tonight. How to be filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. Praise God, everybody ought to get the Holy Ghost tonight. You get out at the altar and get sick in the Holy Ghost, the devil will say, Now you better, you know, you better pray very low and quiet because you don't know how to pray no how. And then folks will hear you. All that stuff. I know the rascal, he did that to me. Yes, sir. Every time I'd get ready to go to the altar, some of my old boyfriends would come sneaking in, sit down. Amen. And some of my kinfolk showed up that didn't believe what I was doing. Oh, how the devil will try to work, you know. And I said, it don't matter who they are or where they come from. I'm going down and get the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. The devil said, you're too mean, Tom. You'll never get it. She just said, don't pay no attention to the devil. Just ask me to forgive you and I'll take care of it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I thought it was almost enough to stagger God under the load of it, but he just swept it away. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Some of them old timers got a hold of me and shook me to my teeth rattled. I said, I wish they'd quit all of that. What in the world are they doing, you know? You know, some of them said, well, do this. And somebody else said, do that. Somebody on one side said, hold on. Somebody on the other side said, turn loose. I said, now, which one am I going to do? Somebody said both of them. Hold on, turn loose, do it all. And you know what I was doing when I got it? I had my mouth open. You'll never get it with your mouth shut. I got to saying, glory, glory, glory. I I forgot who was around me. It didn't make no difference who was shaking me. It didn't matter nothing in the world. I, I got my mind on Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I said, glory, 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 glory. And all of a sudden, a light hit me in the face, knocked me over in the floor, and I began to speak with other tongues. One fella said to me, he said later, he said, oh, I said, you can get down and say beans and potatoes and beans and potatoes and get mixed up. And you wonder what you're saying. I said, honey, I want you to listen to me. All the things he delivered me from was saying beans and potatoes delivery from all of that. You need to start saying beans and potatoes, boy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah! Oh, sure, if you're real hungry, you can say beans and potatoes till your stomach growls. But I'll tell you one thing, if you say Jesus, 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 there's something else going to move a whole lot deeper than those intestines. It's your innermost being. It's the Holy Ghost.
Oh, brother John the Baptist said, There cometh one after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to loose. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. One fellow would come up every night and he'd get it he'd get his handkerchief out and he'd kneel on it and he's so careful he'd get his crease of his pants all turned over where he wouldn't get out and I went over and got to praying with him pushed him over backwards <laughs> dirtied him up a little bit and he got the Holy Ghost see amen hallelujah praise the Lord hallelujah <laughs> I guess it said they don't need to try to save this suit it's gone now as well go ahead hallelujah Oh, uh, you, you just let go whenever you're seeking the Holy Ghost. You do what the Holy Ghost moves you to do. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and rejoice. Jump up and down. Praise the Lord. I will tell you something. If you listen to the devil, you know that poor old blind man, both of them out there, there's a hollering Jesus. Jesus and they said oh be quiet you fellas you see they wouldn't blind tried to they tried to get them to quieten down but they got louder you seeking the Holy Ghost the devil tries to get you to quit just get louder hallelujah 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 clap your hands like you ought to clap it when you get in the Holy Ghost saints come on give them give them a good that's right. Hold on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. Now you saints know how to say glory, don't you? When you want a blessing, you start saying glory, glory, glory. I want you to let them hear you saying that glory the way you say it when you fix it to get a blessing. Now, come on, everybody, say glory. Glory. Go on, glory. 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 Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. got to do this we just got to we just got to let them hear us say Jesus the right way you know when us Pentecostal wants a real good old blessing we say it with faith we say Jesus with faith we say it with love we say it with power oh yeah that's that salvation name they gotta hear us say it all right, everybody say it together. Jesus! 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 the Holy Ghost now the modern translation would be and there came a quietness from heaven and it fell softly and they all begin to whisper to one another oh hallelujah let's say it right and when the day of Pentecost is fully come Hallelujah. And now what happened? Now you seekers listen for this. You listen for this. You listen for the sound. Amen. The sound. 
It'll echo inside of your innermost being. There's going to be a sound. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Ghost, if there wasn't, this bunch had done soaked it all up. Wouldn't be none left for the seekers, but there's plenty of it. begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. In the name of Jesus, everybody wants to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come down now. Come on, quick, move. Pour in here. <laughs> 